Justin needs a ride. 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 Ain't got no car. Justin needs a ride. Ain't got no money. Ain't got no way. Justin needs a ride. Justin needs a ride. Justin needs a ride. Justin needs a ride. Flavor. Yeah. A little bit of flavor into it. Hey, this bit. is. Uh, I'm gonna find a place. I'm gonna find a place to put this, where to, like it'll get audio because Christian edits it, and he complains a lot about like ah uh, because we because we use two phones originally because like that's what gets good audio on both sides. Uh-huh. And like I love, the last one I recorded with Striker and I only used mine. It was like ah uh, you know because it gets better audio on both sides. But I think if I put it in the middle. Like we'll be fine, and as long as it just doesn't like fall or anything. Slide or slip. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Almost immediately, right. as soon as we turn. Well, you know what? It'll just be right there. And now I have to introduce the podcast because yeah. we've been talking for about a minute. Okay. This is Justin needs a ride. I'm uh, Justin, obviously, and my guest is Andrew Mahalovich. Yes, and my guest in my car is Justin. Yes. Am I? Hey, that that's a good way of looking at it. Where it's like I'm always the guest <laughs> in <my> car. <laughs> it's like you're not a guest on my podcast. I'm a guest in your vehicle. Yeah, it's kind of flipping the typical flipping the script. Flipping there the is script. a podcast that does that though. I forgot. I don't know. I forget her name, but she has a podcast where she does like a character. Every she does a character and she's the guest and like she'll bring in some of the host. Ah, that's neat. Uh, what's her name? She's we on. Should listen to that. <laughs> we should listen to that instead of recording this podcast. Uh, I forget her name, but she's on Orange Is the New Black, and she's okay. uh, for whatever. It's not. It's not. This is uh, Andrew Mahalovich, one of my good friends, uh, another comedian. He hosts his own podcast called Instant Expert that we just uh, it just came out today, and I was the first episode. Yeah. On it, and I'm excited about that. And you're the third episode on mine. Yeah, I'm not very happy about that. I'm I sorry. Wish you could have, you know, scratched my back on that a little bit, you know. <laughs> the thing, I, I think it, it was just because like I was just I usually just ride with okay. Ryan. Okay. Yeah. From here. Just ride from. Because well, because yeah. you're just dropping me off somewhere. Cause yeah, that's not, true. Because like usually I just ride with Ryan because we both go to fences and. Because he lives near there, or he used to. Because it'll be probably by the time this comes out, like you guys will already be roommates. Yeah, Ryan's gonna be my roommate. Which is exciting. That's cool. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy like, that you guys all be living together. Yeah, that'll yeah. be a neat uh, arrangement. Be a old, old be a, goofy old house time. Just a uh, boys' house. It's a boys' a home for boys. Wayward boys. It real like whenever I, I you've seen uh, just three boys, right? The Tim and Eric yeah. sketch. Oh yeah. Like Stryker showed that to me for the first time. Uh, it was a few months ago. I don't. It was like the week. It was the week he got his license because <laughs> <laughs> I remember that because and I don't know if she feels uh, I don't know if she wants me to tell this story, but I'll tell it anyway. Uh, Definitely should. It's because Ella, because uh, like Ella, just cause Stryker asked Ella to drop him off at his place, and it's fine. And she doesn't like driving on the highway because she has a lot of anxiety while driving. Uh-huh. And she had a panic attack, like Ooh. when we got on the highway and we got pulled over, and she was just kind of like tense. And then, like we were like, hey, let's just like hang out at Stryker's for a little bit while you, uh, you, you know, while you kind of relax. 
and then we'll head back on the road. And that's what we watched. We just like we were just kind of sitting there watching just three boys, and like I think about that a lot. And it's a weird, uh, kind of a weird thing, like in my relationship, where it's like, oh, like that's like something that I associate with my girlfriend because like I watch that with her. There's a lot of things that like I don't know if you feel this way. But there's a lot of things I'll associate with Ella because like just because like I, I the first time I experience it is with her yeah or it's just like it's just something that's all like constantly yeah. around us like the Simpsons because we watch a lot of the Simpsons together and we I she got me LCD sound system albums for my yeah. birthday and so I would listen to that a lot when we write together and uh and so now those are just things that I associate with her just because they're they are she's around the same time as those that's weird do you have anything like that with any, like, previous relationships? Um, I, I don't know. There's, there's certain things, like, there's certain brands of cigarettes. Like, my, my ex-girlfriend smoked Winston's. And every, every time I see someone smoking Winston's, I'm like, it just kind of brings me back to that. My ex-girlfriend was like that with decades, because she's smoked decades. Ah. And like whenever I see decades, I'm just like, oh, because yeah. that was a weird. Because <laughs> like now that she like now that she was terrible or anything, like I mean, like I uh, we broke up for the right reasons because I was kind of like that because that was more so on my part because like I was a mess because I yeah. I was a mess in college and it was just like oh yeah like that, it's understandable why you're breaking up with me because that was kind of crazy. Oh yeah, I know about that. I I totally. We've talked about that. We don't have to talk about it on the podcast. But we've we can. About, I mean, why not? Do you want to Because I think since I've known you, that's kind of been like... Because I think that was kind of one of the first big things. Because I think that's why you originally like, moved to St. Louis because of all that shit that was happening. Yeah, like I, when I when I lived in Springfield, um, I had like a group of friends and then there was relationship stuff and then like breakups and those friends, you know, people, you know, take sides, and it's not a big, it's, Mm -hmm. I I don't even say take sides, it's just kind of like, things just kind of fall into a certain place, and I just kind of didn't really fit in to the, the new narrative with that, and that's, that's, that sucked, but it was, you know, I moved on. Yeah, and you've gotten, you seem like, you seem like you've kind of like you're you're trying like, you're at least trying to like put together these pieces of your life that you've like you lost when you left Springfield. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, um, when I like when I moved to Springfield in like what like '08, I I was like I don't think anybody that I know that I'm friends with now would really recognize that person because. Like, I was, I was like the weird basement loner dude who played video games all the time, never left the house, and, like, looked like shit, and I, in Springfield is, like, where I really, um, started, Well, like, this is all before comedy, right? Yes, yeah, well, no, comedy was, like, a, yeah, it was, yeah, it was all before comedy, and, um, once I, I, I did, I did stand up for the very first time actually my senior year of high school oh in, in 2008 i did i was asked to be in this talent show for i 
kind of, I don't even know why. Um, because I wasn't, like, really involved in, in anything at my school. And so I was asked to be in this talent show, and I was like, my talent's going to be stand-up comedy. I'm just going to fucking do it. What drove you to that? What made you pick stand-up comedy? I'm just... I don't know. I've always loved stand-up. I mean, I always just watched Comedy Central and shit. Um, as a kid, and I watched just all, all this so much stand-up and like my my heroes were stand-up comedians like mitch hedberg mitch hedberg is probably like the f- first guy that i was like stand-up is amazing i don't remember who it was for me but i do remember like watching a lot of comedy essential half hours yeah when i was younger and then when i was in like middle school and then i kind of got out of it in high school and i didn't uh pick it back up again until i was in like until I was already doing stand-up is when I, like, that's when I got back into comedy. And I think, like, Hannibal Burris was the first, like, Hannibal Burris and, like, Donald Glover Weirdo. Animal Furnace by, ha- by Hannibal Burris yeah. uh, and Weirdo by Donald Glover. They were the kind of, like, the first two specials that I got into when I started doing comedy. And I would just watch those on repeat. But I, I don't remember, like, early on, I don't remember, like, anyone I watched and was yeah. like, this is great. I do remember there's one I remember watching do you know Jasper Red? No. I watched I remember I watched his half hour and that's like the only one I remember. And then he had like put out a special, I think, last year. And it was just kinda weird. I think he follows me on Twitter. <laughs> it was uh it was and it was just kinda weird, like, oh it's I don't know, it's weird like seeing things in like a different light because I because he even, like, did some of the same jokes in his special that he did in this half hour. And it's just like, holy crap. Like, this, like, I, like, the way I perceive this is so much more different right now. Yeah, I kind of, kind of get a look at the guts of it, mm-hmm. you know. Comedy in general is just so much different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think for me it was seeing how, okay, good, a good comedy set like a good Comedy Central half hour or whatever, seem, it seems spontaneous. Oh, yeah. And learning how much work goes into making it seem spontaneous when it just... It really isn't in a lot of ways. Like, I... Uh, when I worked with Jeremy Essek recently... Like, his set, like, the way he presents himself, there's just like, oh, like, I kind of, like, this is all very spontaneous, and one story just kind of leads into the other, and I go off track a lot, but, like, watching him, working with him for a whole weekend, and watching them, like, it's not spontaneous at all. Yeah. It really is not. It is very, like, calculated, and it's hard, like, there's some comics that can go up and just do, like, things, like, do it spontaneously, and just yeah. kind of, like, like, kind of just riff for for like a certain amount of time like Rory Scovel can do it but like like how many comics can actually go up there and just with no material and just kill it? and it's like it's not a lot not a lot it's the like the backbone of stand up comedy is kind of like the material and it's like and it's you have to plan it very carefully yeah see for me like I got into this like we're, we're driving to Fitz's right now where I'm just gonna go straight home from, cause I'm I'm just not doing mics right now. Yeah, you um, have not done open mics in a long time. 
Yeah, in like a week or week and a half. And I think the reason is because I got... I was down for a really long time because a few months ago, I kind of realized I was doing the same material over and over again without any progression in it. And so I, I was like, I need to take a step back um, and kind of reevaluate what I'm doing. Um, and so where was I going with this? It's, yeah, I, it's kind of this mix between like, I guess... You know, with, like, a good, like, comedy special, you know, all that material's been worked out for months, years even. But the thing is, is when you're just, like, doing the open mic circuit and you start to feel like you're stagnating... It really kind of shows. Yeah, it shows because, or at least it's apparent to, like, me, myself, and my Mm. own stuff. Because there there isn't that special that's coming up. No, you're not working towards anything. Yeah. You're so, literally just working towards, like, I need to have 10, I want to have 10 minutes. And, like, that's yeah. what you're kind of working towards. And it's kind of hard to, like, do that. To, like, progress from, like, having 10 minutes to having, like, a different 10 minutes that you're happy with. Because that's what so much of it is. Because, like, there was a period of time where I was like, oh, yeah, I can do 20 minutes. And then <laughs> someone asked me to do 10 minutes, and then I wasn't happy with it. It was like, oh, I don't even have 10 minutes anymore. I need to, like, get a new 10. Yeah. And I, I've done this before where I just kind of, like, take a step back from stand-up for a little bit mm-hmm. to just kind of, like, refocus. Because I've, I've just been telling the same jokes over and over again, but I, f- I forgot, like, the the feeling that I had when I knew that I loved those jokes and, like, when I thought they were funny. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of stuff that I, I think other people think is funny. And so I just have to, like, I've been trying to just kind of step back and, like, find that passion for it again. And it's not like you're not, like, involved in comedy anymore. Because, like, you're still doing things in comedy, but it's just, like, you're not, like, doing stand-up. And I think that's good to, like, kind of, like, still have, still, like, working creatively. Yeah. But, like, kind of pulling away from this one aspect of uh, of the creative of comedy. That's the, the best way I can put it. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I think it's good to have a diverse skill set if you want to go somewhere in comedy. Because, I mean, how many how many people out there, how many comedians out there are just stand-up comedians? The big names that you know. None of them. <laughs> Pretty much none of them. There's, like, I think Brian Regan is the only guy I can even think of that's made it only on stand-up comedy. And he's probably... And, like, he probably, when he started, probably wasn't just doing stand-up. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to find someone that wasn't, like... It's like, oh, I'm gonna try acting, or I'm gonna try writing, or I'm gonna, like, do this other thing. I'm gonna, like, run my own show. He's, like... With the, even the weird thing... Because we... Well, because you're still a producer on the show. When we did... The one time we hosted Picnic Time together. Mm-hmm. Like, just working on it with you, I didn't even, like, think about... Like stand up, I was strictly yeah. about like what are like, like what kind of like what videos do we want to show? What like what is what what bits do we want to do? What like characters do we want to have? We and, thought of it as a show, like yeah. as a, like a a thing that you'd go see and be entertained by. Mm-hmm. Even just like producing like an alternative show, it's just like oh this is you you don't focus on the acts because like I'm because I'm hosting it with Ben now, and we've got and we like we had we like booked all we we have all our acts booked. 
and we're like we're good to go but we're like right now we're just kind of like figuring out like okay what else can we do to make this show good yeah like, you know what like so it still kind of has because like obviously it's got, it's straying from like a different direction than what we had and like that's fine that's kind of like letting yeah. ben like take the reins and like see what he wants to do but like at the same time i'm not like i'm not thinking about setup i'm thinking about like producing the show i'm thinking mm-hmm. about like like, hey, like, wouldn't this be funny to do? Like, like I don't like the the one we did. We threw diapers at people with our faces yeah. on them, and like that. Like, where does that come from? Where does that thought process come from? It, like, it, cause it, it it evolved with us like wanting like I think it was like a t-shirt cannon. Yeah. And it evolved. <laughs> it, like we were just like, oh yeah, we're gonna get a t-shirt cannon with like blank t-shirts or something, and then we're gonna shoot at people. And then it just kind of evolved and like, hey, let's make diapers with our faces on them and throw them at the audience. Like, it kind yeah. of evolves from that, and it's, like, it's a much different process from, like, writing stand-up right now. It's, like, you have to keep, you have to do it over and over again, and you have to rework it and rewrite it and reword it. But, like, with this, it's just kind of, like, like, to, like going back and forth and, like, saying, like, okay, like, like, the, like, the top, like, this is the idea we want, is, like, we want to shoot t-shirts out of a cannon. It's, like, okay, well... Like it's expensive to make t-shirts and we don't have a t-shirt cannon so let's think around this idea and just kind of like see where we can find something that still like matches up with like the 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 amount of joy we had when we were like let's shoot t-shirts at people but it's like it's something that we can do (laughs) i i feel like com well not just comedy like any creative outlet thrives under limitations. Yes. Um, I, it's, if, if I had all the money in the world and just all the connections and resources to go make a movie or whatever, I'd probably make a shit movie. Oh, yeah. Because, like, one, I've never made one before. I don't have... I feel like if you're if you want to if you want to go big, you have to start small, mm-hmm. and those those limitations are what really it 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 answers a lot of questions for you. Like when you're trying to figure out what you want to do, all of those que- a lot of questions are answered. It's like, well, we can't you know have stunt guys flying out of windows, but what can we do? And like yeah, like limitations really like really pushes your imagination. It's like, what's the closest thing we can get to the, to like this big thing we want to do? And like, like if I had, if I wanted to put on like a show at like the pageant, I'm yeah. only saying that because we're passing by. <laughs> if I was gonna put on a show at the pageant, like the same, if I was gonna put on picnic time at the pageant, and we're like, hey, you have this is your budget, you have, you have a, this is your budget, like you can book, like we'll like you can book whoever you want, like blah 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 blah, we'll try to get up. It's like I don't, it wouldn't be as good as like. Like putting this, putting the same show on in like this basement. Yeah. That we have to scrounge up seventy five bucks to rent out, and like, <laughs> like we can't pay our, like we have to ask our friends to do it. We can't pay it. Like we're showing videos on a projector screen in the back of the room. <laughs> we have to get people to look at it, and it's just like, and like that's so much more fun. That's so much more worthwhile, and it requires so much much creativity. I think so too. When you, and, and that's why no one's putting on. Like, that's why there's no such thing as a... Sh- that's why not, like, no showcase costs, like, $500,000 to put on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, would the, what the fuck would you do to put on, like, a comedy show for $500,000? You, would, you wouldn't... You would still have so much money because it's like... 
Like, oh, this only costs like a hundred bucks. Like, I don't know, this one does, this is like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and I mean, tonight, um, I guess this is a little preview of. Uh, oh, yeah, even tonight when we were like, when we were like trying to think of sketches. Yeah, literally, the, the, the thing that we said is we have the roof to shoot on. We can shoot on the roof of Christian's loft building. That's all we got. And we came up with something. Yeah. We really like, we really built something that we were like proud of out of like being like, okay, we can only shoot on the roof. What can we put on a roof? And it's just like, okay, we can do that, but we need like these resources that we don't have, so let's like limit it and let's limit it again until it's something that's doable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're almost here, I guess. We're almost, we're almost the Fitzes. Yeah, so I guess we should start wrapping this up. This has actually been really fun. This yeah. is like one of the more, like, and no, it's about comedy, so it's like, it's really inside baseball, but it, I think it was just a really, it was a fun discussion. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Thanks for, for doing the podcast, Andrew. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And thanks for giving me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. Hi everyone. Shit. Well, thanks for listening to Justin Needs a Ride. This podcast is part of the Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast Network, so check out some of our other podcasts. There's Instant Expert, hosted by Andrew Mahalovich, in which Andrew interviews comedians, improvisers, and other compulsive liars about jobs they don't have and topics they know nothing about. Check out I'm the Other Guy, where I, Christian Lawrence, Talk to up-and-coming comedians about times they had a one-to-one, off-stage experience with the greats of comedy. And of course, there's Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast, coming later, which features audio from the comics and other performers recorded live at the longest-running independent comedy showcase in St. Louis. Bare Knuckle Comedy.